The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hey everybody, I am Matt Minnick and this is Coach Speak. Big time win for the Bengals this week. Thursday Night Football comeback win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And look, that's something that's a little bit different for this team. I think as a fan base, we don't have a lot of belief. You know, when things start going wrong, in the past we've seen that snowball and we've seen a team that has had a real problem uh, overcoming those things. You know, comebacks are not something we are prone to believing can happen and that's different now you know I, I think we see that I think we see a team that has a lot of belief you know CJ Uzama talked about that after the game uh, about the belief they have in each other about you know going out there when they got into the last drive he knew they were going to win didn't know if it was going to be a field goal or a touchdown but he knew they were going to win and that's really just what this team has become and how the culture has shifted over the past couple of years We'll start with the first half. Quote from Zach Taylor, We felt good on the first drive. The offensive pass interference set us back, and we missed the field goal. But we felt good starting. So, look, that was a pretty good drive. They were moving the ball really well. You really had to like their openers the way they, they started pretty deep in their own territory there, and they moved the ball very nicely. You know, again, you get that, um, that penalty there that pushes you back. Uh, and they just kind of had to fight to, to stay in field goal range. And then there was that ominous moment, you know, where they missed the field goal. You know, and I think the, the the Bengals fans who have been through a lot of bad things, like we see that moment, you know, we see a fumble, we see something bad happen, and it's like, up oh, here we go again. You know, that was that foreboding moment of, of what could happen. Um and, you know, Taylor went on to talk about the rest of the first half. You know, there was a third and two where the route should have been a little bit deeper. And the receiver looked back at the quarterback, kind of drifted back to the quarterback, and it wasn't deeper. It was a third and eight where there was a route with the, uh, excuse me, an issue with the routes as well. And really, you know, just for that reason, they they went three and out a couple times. They just couldn't get the offense into rhythm. That was the word that Taylor used to describe it. Couldn't really get them back into rhythm. And... For that reason, they couldn't keep the defense off the field, which we know was a big issue last week. We know how much that defense has been on the field. So, obviously, on a short week, 
that group was tired, you know, and, and, and that, that group was hurting, you know, so they gave up some things in the first half. And really, though, there was there was a great moment, and it, it's it figures, you know, because there was a fourth down stop last year, week two, against the Cleveland Browns on Thursday night football, you know, that potentially could have set something up, you know, and then a couple of plays later, there was a, there was a strip sack of fumble and the defense was, was out of steam, you know, after that. So, um, but here, you know, we have a different situation. Again, we have a defense that's potentially running out of steam. Uh, we have a big moment. We have a goal line stand for the, uh, the Bengals defense and they get the stop. Again, looking at a quote from Zach Taylor, it felt like the momentum came back in our favor. Our defense finally got the chance to rest because the offense was leaving them out there. All right, so getting into that halftime was huge. Getting that stop before the halftime was huge. Uh, they had 15 first downs right out of the gate. The defense was gassed for a short week. Uh, that all factors in to it for both teams. We hung them out to dry on offense, all right? Taking the accountability there from, from Zach Taylor. So that was huge for them to bow up and stop it. Our entire red zone defense has been tremendous through the first four games. That's big. Keeping points off the board is critical. All right, so that was a that was a huge moment for this team. This defense really stepped up. Again, it's a big difference between... 21 nothing and 14 nothing, and um, you know they went into half uh, down 14 nothing, knowing they were going to get the ball. So you can cut into that real quick. You can make it a real uh, one score game real quick. We kept preaching to our guys again. This is uh, Zach Taylor. We kept preaching to our guys that in Chicago we scored two touchdowns in about three minutes. So 14 nothing is nothing to us. That's why we play four quarters. You don't panic. There's plenty of time left in the game, and that's just what our players did. So, you know, they were asked about their message at halftime. Uh, and, you know, Taylor said, we had a whole second half to play, so there was no reason to panic. And nobody did. Everybody was calm, collected. They knew they were going to get the ball back in the second half. We're usually pretty efficient at that, and they have shown that this year. They trusted that we were going to come together. This team is so connected right now. The brotherhood is so tight, and it's so awesome to watch these guys celebrate with each other. They believe in each other. We've done it a lot of different ways at this point through three victories. That's going to help us as the season moves along. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great point. You know, they've, they've come from behind. You know, they, they held on to a lead with the Steelers. You know, they, they saw a lead... Uh, evaporate a little bit against the Vikings, but managed to pull it off. So this is a team that has faced some things and has faced some adversity. And, you know, again, about how they overcome that, how they go into halftime, uh, Zach Taylor said, it's just a different feel in this team right now. The football character is through the roof. What I mean is that guys just love football. It's important to them. We had so many guys that were hurt that were dying to play today. They were begging me to let them play, but we couldn't let them play in a short week. That just shows where we've come, as our guys are desperate to get on the field when they're injured. 
Guys got worn down today. They were worn out from Sunday, just like Jacksonville, but they kept fighting and making plays to win today. Look, that's what this stuff's about, all right? Like, you see that cultural shift, all right? You can, you can see the change, you know, those comeback wins that, as fans of the Bengals, we don't expect. So you're seeing a lot of really good things out of this team, out of the leadership of this team, both on the sidelines and in the locker room. And, you know, all this culture uh, that Zach Taylor has talked about, we're, we're seeing it come through now. You know, C.J. Uzama after the game was talking about, well, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You can't just say, hey, we're going to change things. You know, they did. They came in and said, hey, we're going to change things. And now they're in year three. They've got some different people. They've got people that are on board. And we are starting to see really the results and all that come into fruition. So we talk all the time about halftime adjustments and O&D adjustments, but look, a, a big part of it is really just keeping people in the game and getting them playing. You know, they, they didn't really come out. They came out kind of slow. They came out kind of sluggish. And like that first drive got derailed, you know, after that had some good potential. They had opportunities in the second half that, that were, you know, where drives could have gotten derailed as well, where they had penalties, they had things that pushed them back, and they were able to fight through it. The offense was able to find that rhythm they were looking for overall in the second half. Um, but, you know, really a, a big part of a comeback is understanding what it is. It's not panicking. You know, it's realizing they were down 14. Like, and, you, and you're getting the ball, right? You know you got a team that can score fast. You know you've got some some big-time playmakers on that offense. Um, going out there and scoring fast... You know, and what they did in that first drive coming out of the half, that put them down only seven. That gave them the freedom to slow down too, right? You've got to understand no place scores 15 points, you know, so you're not you're not just going to panic, uh, but, you know, going a little bit up-tempo puts you in that position. And they also didn't know how the defense was going to react. You know, they came out and they got that stop defensively. Now we're just trading scores at that point. You know, they, had, they hadn't pulled ahead and taken the lead, but now they're in a position where whoever's getting the ball last, you know, is, is winning that game. And, and they really only needed one more stop at that point. So uh, that first drive, the offense scoring uh, pretty quickly was, was big because they thought they might have to keep scoring. You know, you don't know how the defense is going to respond. Uh, but then the defense getting that first stop, uh, that was huge because it allowed them to, to get that back into a, into a tie game. Um, you know, and, and even with the Jaguars scoring, again, like, only down one. Only down one score. Um, so that puts you in a really good spot. So you need to understand how much time's left, how much time an average drive is, is taken in that game based on game flow, based on how the other team is playing. Uh, you've got to understand how your defense is playing. Like I just got, to, uh, got into there. Like, can you rely on them to get the stops or are you going to have to kind of climb out of a hole? You know, do you need to create some possessions in there? Do you need to create some more opportunities there? Um, you know, that, that's what you got to figure out with, uh, with the comeback. Cause obviously if, if they're just going to keep scoring, it's going to be quite a bit tougher. Uh, but you know, you can't look at every single comeback the same way. You've got to figure out, um, how much can my defense do for me? And the whole rule, you know, the rules of the NFL are against defense. You know, so there's there's always that factor. It's so hard to pitch a shutout. 
uh, in today's NFL. You know, the days of those defenses that were winning games for you because they were holding teams to, to 10 points a week, like, you can't really play defense like that anymore. you got to figure there's going to be some give and take there. So you've got to be able to account for that, and you've got to be able to account for that in a comeback as well. Um, but, hey, this was big because scoring fast, getting the one stop on defense, it doubled up. You know, it helped out. The defense got the rest at halftime. Then they got to rest again because the offense could slow down a little bit. They didn't have to worry about being in a track meet and coming back that way. Um, they scored every drive in the second half. I mean, we, we've seen this team not be able to make those adjustments, not be able to come out in the second half uh, too often over the last couple of years. Uh, but they came out and they just kept scoring. You know, the, the Colts last year comes to mind where they couldn't score in the second half. You know, after a big lead, then the defense screwed up the second quarter. But the offense just needed to score and they would have been fine and they couldn't do it. Now we're seeing them uh, start to support each other a little bit more offensively and defensively. So the last drive, you know, they got the ball in kind of a weird spot. It was like six minutes or so left. So it wasn't quite into four-minute mode. You know, you're in that mode where you need to score. You need to, you know, consider how much time you were, you were giving them, but you couldn't just let that clock die down because, you know, scoring had to take place first. When you cross the 50, you get into that situation where now you can start to take a little bit more off the time. Now uh, you can start to, to use the clock as your friend and particularly when you have a, a kicker that you can count on. Um, look, that drive had a problem too, right? They got a holding call. You know, they, they got to pass the 50 and they got that holding call, pushed them back. Uh, so that was a that was a tough spot to be in. Um, and, you know, they have they had a great play with uh, C.G. Uzama and that uh, that set them up very nicely and, and took care of that. But, um, again, we see a situation where they could have been derailed on that drive, but they, they figured it out. I think the run game still has some work to do. They still need to come along. You know, Frank Pollock needs to get those guys going on the offensive line uh, with the run game and the pass protection. So right now, that's that's what's holding them back. You know, that's from, I think they're a pretty good offense right now, uh, but they're, they're held back by those things that they, they can't be relied on all the time. And sometimes they get into those deep situations like the second and 16 where they ran the ball and everybody lost their mind. Well, you know, the problem is if, if you're always going to pass the ball in second and 16, then it's third and 16. You know what I mean? And, and how good are you pass blocking on third and 16? You know, we knew that this that team was bringing quite a bit of pressure. So you've got to be able to account for those sort of things. And you've got to have, you got to trust your protection. Um, and I don't think they're, they're quite there yet to be able to do those sort of things. Um, so that needs to be addressed. I think third downs are definitely a concern. Um, and you know that's a that's a Zach Taylor that's an offense thing. You know uh, we we talk a lot about the coach as the play caller, and we tend to tend to really judge a coach based on those things. But there are a lot of things uh, that are important about winning football games. There are a lot of different kinds of coaches. There are different ways that coaches win. You know, um, and you know Mike Tomlin with the Steelers is a guy that wins because he kind of knows how to work with his guys you know he can get a lot out of some players who can be pretty difficult to deal with and we see that with some of uh some of the Steelers that go to other places and um don't have success um and have some 
issues off the field as well. Um, but not a good game manager. You know, screws up in games, you know, quite a bit. There are different ways to win. And, and I think we've got to understand that, you know, we rip on uh, Zach Taylor whenever the offense has issues. He has a really good understanding of people. And I think he's built a really strong culture. They've brought in the right type of people. And even in situations where we didn't understand it when it was going on, uh, some of the losses and additions, how things would balance out, um, I think they've, they've been really smart about the way they built this thing, about the people they brought in, into the building. So that is, that's how he's going to win. You know, and whatever else, that's how he's going to win because I think that is his strength. I think that's something he is very, very good at. Um, like, like maybe one of the best in the league at that. Uh, just from, from I haven't observed that too directly with other teams, but um, he's, he's really good at that. Uh, understanding those guys. So <clears throat> I think he's getting better at, at game management and situational football. Uh, Mike Lombardi thinks he's awful at situational, uh, excuse me, at uh, complimentary football. Um, you know, he talks about that on his podcast. I don't think that's really the case. I just think they're trying to figure out how to, how to win. And sometimes, you know, they get into some t- st- tough spots with some of the things they do with the offense. I think he knows when he's putting the defense into a bad situation. He just doesn't see other options all the time. Um, with with what they have and with the situation they're in. So he does need to get better at, at, at changing faster, uh, you know, adapting uh, better and quicker in games. But we, we've seen some really cool stuff out of them too, uh, from the, the way they use their COVID quarterback, which I think was pretty unique in the league and, and ended up being very good for them. Um, and we saw other teams that, that had a major issue with that. Um, you know, to just like little things like uh, – like the way the offensive line flinches, uh, trying to draw guys off sides when they're when they're buried deep in their own territory, just trying to free up some room. I mean, they they do some pretty cool things and they do some fairly innovative things, and you know, so I I think I think he's a smart guy. I think they have they have some really good ideas about some of the stuff they're doing, and the way they're building that culture and the way they are, um, you know, from the people standpoint, of understanding people, understanding the type of people they're bringing into the building. He can win, and and they can win. You know, like they, they again, they've got to fix up some things with the offensive line. They've got to you know check their depth. They've got to um, fix those third down situations. Um, but I think they're better in the red zone on offense this year. Like they're better in the on the red zone and defense this year for sure. And you know, we we we've seen that he can grow in some of those areas. You know, I think that you hired a young coach and he's learned a little bit in the job and. I think he is learning a little bit on the job, but that that strength for building a culture and understanding of people, I think we were really starting to see the results of that, and that's going to be a big part of this team's success moving forward. I'm excited for it because I, I I do think, I mean, you're gonna people are gonna call me out on this, but they've got the quarterback and they've got the coach, you know, to be able to to make a, a serious run at this thing. So I'm excited for the for the future, and I think we've seen some really good things. Um, out of this team so far, they need to keep growing. You know, that's the thing is, you know, like it's not about where you start, it's about where you finish. It's by getting better throughout the course of the season. And it's good being three and one, um, but it means a lot more, you know, to, to grow and to be in a better position and to be a better football team in December 
than you were in September. And that part of that's staying healthy, but it, it's also just growing and, and learning those lessons um, about who you are and how you're going to win football games. This team has a long way to go, but they've got some really good things going for them. Uh, they need to keep the defense going the same way it has been and get the offense to where it should be. And, you know, they're going to have a real shot. So, once again, I'm Matt Minnick. This is Coach Speak. Thank you for joining me and talking about this Bengals matchup on Thursday Night Football. We'll be here every single week talking about what the coach is saying and what this coach has to say after the Bengals game. Good day. Yeah, we're coming forward with sours. You hear the crowd, we're coming forward with sours. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.